It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, as always. But this time, I'm going to try to keep everything down to 15 minutes. Because I, I don't... 45 minutes from last night. Gosh. That's a lot. There are things that are seemingly moving forward here uh, when it comes to everything involving the new normal, the great reset. And it appears that the narrative is falling apart. But first, there was a preliminary report that came out today when uh, we were focusing on the audits of Arizona, particularly Maricopa County. So the problem with this is that there was a bit of hype because this person was promoted on Steve Bannon's show. Her name was Liz Harris. Now, there are two Liz Harrises that are pivotal to the audits in Maricopa County in Arizona. Now, the Liz Harris that we all know and love, along with, um, I forgot, Wendy something or the other, they're the ones that have been doing the lion's share of the work when it comes to the audits in Arizona. Well, there's something else that has to be involved in all of that, and that's something called a canvas. And what they have to do with a canvas is that they have to go to each individual address that are aligned or that is aligned with with whoever voted. So basically, what they're trying to do in a canvas... Now, this is Liz Harris number two. Liz Harris number two is a nobody. But she did a canvas, and she found out some interesting results. Now, what a canvas involves is you literally looking at the voter rolls and visiting the locations where these votes or these ballots are said to have come from, particularly if they are mail-in ballots. So, for instance, if Chris Michaels voted from 123 Jones Street, and uh, if you look at the voter rolls, then you also have 20 other people that voted from 123 Jones Street, somebody should go there and figure out whether or not there are, in fact, 21 people voting from 123 Jones Street. And when you go there and find that there is no building there, never mind 20 people or 21 people to vote for somebody, then you've got a problem. So that's exactly what this Liz Harris number 2 did. She went on a canvassing campaign. Private citizen, anybody can do it. People can sign up to do this in their state. All you're doing... You're not doing anything illegal. All you're doing is validating where the ballots have come from. So what they found out is particularly disturbing. And I would suspect that the people that are on the side of, uh, I guess, Trump and all the other audits, um, and the really, really good audits, not just stupid recounts, but actual audits, um, they chose this person, Liz Harris, as basically a not a not a fraud but a double because everyone knows the real Liz Harris but they threw out another one and hyped up this Liz Harris number 2 not letting people know it's not the same Liz Harris but they came out with an executive summary and two primary categories of ineligible ballots and election mishandling 
encompassing hundreds of thousands of votes, render the 2020 general election in Maricopa County uncertifiable. So this is the results that they found out. Now, what you have to realize is that this is independent. A government agency didn't do this. And this is just based upon the findings of volunteers. So immediately, anybody that is against an audit is a... They haven't been sponsored by the government. Well, if, if the last five years haven't said to you that the government is untrustworthy, then I don't know what will. Uh, so anyway, the, the report continues. An estimated 173,100 173, votes are missing or lost. As reported to our volunteers who went door-to-door verifying registration and voting information for thousands of residents. These are American citizens living in Maricopa County who cast a vote primarily by mail in the election, and yet there is no record of their vote with the county, and it was not counted in the reported vote totals for the election. Basically, what happened was... 173,104 people voted, and their votes just disappeared. Now, I can, I can hazard a guess as to why those votes would disappear. Because when you were mailed your mail-in ballot in Maricopa County, you had your party affiliation right there on the outside of the envelope. Now... Overall, there's nothing wrong, or I shouldn't say this like that. There's nothing wrong with knowing your party affiliation, and it is public. You can find voter records. The voter records do show which party you're supposed to belong to. So nothing like that is really that much out of the ordinary. What is out of the ordinary is that if you have the United States Postal Service's union on the side of Joseph Biden collecting mail-in ballots, and those mail-in ballots have the party affiliation of the voter, then all kinds of underhanded techniques like destroying ballots or just making them disappear in the middle of the desert and setting them on fire, as we've heard reports of that actually happening, All kinds of underhanded techniques could be used to undermine an election, particularly the integrity of an election. And by the way, Governor Ducey of Arizona has said nothing about this yet. Um, So we all know what side he's on. Additionally, an estimated 96,389 mail-in votes were cast under the names of registered voters who were either unknown to the residents of the registration address or who were verified as having moved prior to October of 2020. So what does that mean? It means that people that used to live at those addresses cast ballots, which means that whoever was doing all of this stuff behind the scenes in Arizona had voter records that were not updated. So people that never, when they moved or died or whatever, they never updated their voter registration. So if you, particularly in apartment complexes, 
if people move from an apartment and don't update their voter registration, then the voter records indicate that possibly 20 different people live at 123 Jones Street, apartment 1A. And so what happened was, essentially what this is inferring, is that the people in charge that knew about all of this mailed ballots to some address, intercepted those ballots, and then cast votes for somebody. We can only assume that those votes were cast for Biden. Other irregularities were uncovered during the canvas at a smaller scale, including votes cast by mail from vacant lots, votes recorded from residents who had not actually voted. These results are a travesty to our democracy and our voting rights, in addition to impacted local races such as Maricopa County Board of Supervisions District 1, decided by 403 votes. Key statewide race margins, political races, are well within the numbers shown above. The presidential race was decided by 10,457 votes statewide, and the U.S. Senate election was decided by 78,886 votes statewide. Notice that number, 78886. They are sending a message with that through numerology. 78886. Got triple eights in there. Uh, so the point is, is that Arizona, but in, and let's go back to the numbers. The presidential race was decided by 10,457 votes. They found 173,100 votes missing or lost. They found 96,389 mail-in votes were cast under the names of registered voters who are unknown or no longer live there or moved out of the location prior to October of 2020. And they also found out that a lot of these addresses were to empty lots. Now, to say that Arizona and Maricopa County legitimately went to Joseph Biden is beyond dubious. If you need any other reason to decertify the electors that voted in the Electoral College, then I don't know what else you need to be presented in front of you. Actually, I do. It's the results of the audit that we've been hearing about for a very, very long time. And I suspect that this drop from a bunch of volunteers, from Liz Harris, number two, is just the tip of the iceberg. Because once you see this from a supposed unverified volunteer, it wasn't supported by a government agency. Once you see this, once you start to realize and grasp the magnitude of what went on in one county in Arizona, a state that was lost, uh, that Trump lost to Joe Biden by about 10,450 votes. Then you start to piece the rest of this together and you have to start questioning 
the other states. We're not trying, or we're, I'm not a part of this, but they're not trying to prove anything. The only thing that they're trying to do with this kind of canvassing effort is to create a sense of doubt in the integrity of the 2020 election. Now, another interesting thing, if you listened to uh, The War Room with Joe, with um, Steve Bannon, uh, it's in, I, I never listened to it, but I, I tuned in for a little bit today. It was, it was all right. Um, they found out that this kind of deception and lying and illegalities of cheating and and having dead people vote and having a house in a vacant lot or in the middle of the desert has been going on for years which ultimately implies that we in the United States have not had an unrigged election for god knows how long, which also implies that everything that you see is staged, that your vote really doesn't count because the president of the United States, with the exception of Trump, has been chosen behind the scenes before you even step one foot near a voting booth or fill out a bubble on a ballot. Say what you want about Trump, but Trump is the person that exposed all of this, regardless of what side of the aisle you're actually on. And Trump is the person that ripped the band-aid off of the deception. And I'm going to leave you with one thing, and it has to do with Fauci, because it kind of goes along with the theme of... Uh, knowing both sides of the equation, knowing what the left hand is doing and the right hand is doing, staging events just to solve the events that you caused. So I belong to a couple of, uh, I don't know, a couple of Telegram accounts. I'm almost hesitant to even read this, but I'll do it anyway, because we had those drops from The Intercept uh, come out where Fauci is lying about so much stuff. Uh, basically, he built in, in his emails, and we only see a couple of snippets from The Intercept, uh, and supposedly a lot more is going to be dropping next week, where he is purposefully using EcoHealth to funnel money to China to do chimeric SARS-like bat coronavirus studies. Now, chimeric basically means you're putting together all sorts of different uh, viruses and anything. A chimera is just smashing together a whole bunch of different animals to come up with something, or in this case, cells. So there's this one drop uh, from one page that I follow on, on uh, Telegram, and it says, Fauci caught... In and supposedly, this is what The Intercept has. Fauci caught in video describing and creating a doomsday virus. Next week, which, by the way, next week is, uh, is what? After September 11th, right? September 11th is this Saturday? Yeah, so after, after all of that happens. Um, 
Video files will hit news stations. Over 900 pages of emails from Fauci will drop. In the pages, Fauci describes in detail how he will merge viruses to create gain-of-function research or gain-of-function and create the vaccines for said virus. He describes it all, how to use HIV delivery systems, protein spikes, the bats, the civets, and how they merged to create the doomsday virus. In the documents, they admit they funded 12 different facilities in China and Hong Kong. And in the video, Fauci admits also to C-SPAN that he created a doomsday virus that kills the majority of the people that it comes in contact with. Peter Dajak of EcoHealth and the Lancet journals of the cover-up will unfold and connect all, including Facebook, Google, Obama, and cover up the creation of this kind of virus. Um, and they talk about the shutting down of the internet and all this other stuff. Now, the reason why I bring up that little bit of shutting down the internet is because there was a leaked document from England that said when the queen dies, they may in fact must shut down the internet. So we have Dr. Fauci creating the virus and admitting, assuming that's true, and admitting that he knows how to create the vaccine for the virus that he created, all in an effort to make money. And all in an effort, I would suspect, to hook people up to a grid, if not reduce the population. So the point behind all of this is that everything that we see, every single event is turning out to be staged. It's turning out to be planned. We all, or they all know the players, who is supposed to play which part and what they are supposed to be doing. And the problem that they're running into is that the internet is moving too fast. The internet is countering the stories at the same time the stories are being presented to the public. They, the, what Trump did is that he exposed the media. What COVID did is that it allowed people to sit at home and think and to put all of this stuff together, or I should say a fair amount of people, because you have a, a, a fair amount of people that did nothing except panic and believe that unvaccinated people should be rounded up in boxcars. And now we're seeing people like uh, Jimmy Kimmel say that unvaccinated people shouldn't be serviced in emergency rooms. Uh, so you start to see that all of this is staged. So we have to start looking one step further. We can't look at the Tony Fauci's. We can't look at the Bill Gates. We have to look at the people behind the scenes, the people that we normally don't hear about. And I think those individuals, through the 900 emails that are about to drop next week, are going to make themselves known, and they're not going to like it. Another bit of info is that Anthony Fauci is now in a witness protection program. That right there tells you everything you need to know about that hook-nosed little twerp guinea, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And this is The Last Call with Chris Michaels, another podcast uh, tomorrow. And it is a short week, only three days this week, but uh, what else are you going to do? That's You're just going to have to deal with it. I am a lovable fuzzball, and I deserve my space. Uh, follow me, like me, you know the deal, Last Call Caravan, Twitter, and also on Instagram, like me, share me, do the all of the above. Until tomorrow, 
You have been listening to Last Call with Chris Michaels.